Hi everyone, I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is The Female Millennial, a podcast where you get to have girl talk with me and some of your favorite boss babes. We're going to be talking about career, balance, and what it really takes to become successful in your industry. So grab your coffee and your notebook. Let's chat, shall we? Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Female Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Nicole, and I am just so excited to be here talking to you guys right now. Um, I am off work, so I just want to set the mood for you guys or the scene. Better yet, that was weird. Anyway, so I'm off work right now. I kind of like have the whole week to myself, but by the time you guys listen to this, I will be back at work. Um, But yeah, I'm off work. I'm feeling good. I feel like I have so much time to catch up on a bunch of projects that I've been meaning to work on. And you know, that feeling that you have when you're just like, oh my God, yes, I finally have dedicated time to just work on everything that I want to work on instead of focusing on my nine to five. So if you feel me on that, you know, leave me a comment or something because I know I'm not the only one who enjoys just like having time to themselves and having time to really just focus on their passion projects, you know. So for today's podcast episode topic, I've been getting a lot of questions about um, how to land brand partnerships, how to build brand relationships, and just overall like how to pitch yourself to brands, right? Um you know, we are entering like a day and age where some content creators want more long-term partnerships with brands. And so they're trying to figure out how to do that, how to cultivate those partnerships. And I spoke a lot about this. Um, Recently, I spoke at the blog Her Creator Summit in Brooklyn, and I spoke on behalf of Fujifilm about how content creators can pitch themselves to brands. And, you know, Ever since I brought up that I was speaking on that topic, um, there were a lot of you who weren't able to attend, but you wanted me to either share my insight on this, whether it be on this podcast like I'm doing now or in a blog post, but I decided to make a whole podcast episode about this, and so that's what we will be chatting about today. Taking a mini break here just to remind you to please, please, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. It is so, so important to me that you subscribe to the podcast, you rate it, you share your review, because when you do this, you're able to, you know, help other people find us and help other people to enjoy the episodes that I put out as well. So, you know, please, if you really love listening to this podcast, be sure to subscribe, be sure to rate, review anything that you want to do to show your support. And also be sure to follow us over on Instagram at the female millennial. Um, And if you are listening to this episode, just go ahead and give it a screenshot and post it on your Instagram stories and tag us at the female millennial so people can listen as well. Now, for my personal experience, um, you know, I've had my blog since 2014, 2015, and I'm referring to the Britney Diaries, but I didn't start taking it seriously until I moved to New York. And so that was in 2016. And even still, like when I moved here, um, you know, I was blogging all the time, at least like once or twice a week. You know, I was trying to stay consistent on Instagram. 
Um, when I first moved here was when I first really started getting into like taking photos for my blog, as like um, professional photos and things like that, finding a photographer. And then I would say my blog and just my overall platform, Instagram and things like that, really started taking off when I changed my mindset a little bit, right? So at first, for me, I was like, you know, I can keep putting out this great content. I can keep posting consistently on Instagram. I can do all of these things um, and just wait for a brand or the brands to notice me. Or I can be more proactive and do outreach on my end because I want to get them familiar with me, my work, what I have to offer. And so I would say probably last summer, like the latter, like the latter part of last summer was when my platform just really started to take off. I was reaching out to brands via DM. I was reaching out to them via email. I was constantly tagging them in my content, constantly tagging them in my stories. I mean, I was really just trying to get the brand's attention and just let them be familiar with me and my work and what I have to offer. From that point on, from that outreach, I saw a tremendous growth in the number of partnerships that I was starting to get. It became so big that one, you know, it was beginning to, you know, get hard to keep up with. So I ended up making a doc, an Excel document to help me keep track of all of the campaigns that I'm working on by month. Um, you know, and this includes deadlines and things like that. I can do a whole nother podcast episode about my organization, how I um, keep up with each campaign each month. But I was doing that. I was, you know, creating um, different spreadsheets on like the type of outfits I'm going to wear, really just planning it down to a T because I work nine to five and I know that any bit of time wasted is less time for me to work on those projects that I just landed. And so updated my media kit, updated my website, um, did all of these things. And I really just saw a tremendous growth in the partnerships that I was um, receiving. Just to give you guys an idea of this growth, I started my campaign tracker um, in April of 2018. That month in April, I've only had two brand collaborations and both of them were unpaid. Going down to July, I had three brand partnerships. They were all unpaid, so um, basically like in exchange for product. Going down to August, I landed one paid um, campaign, but I only had two campaigns that month. And then September is really when I started to see such a shift. So September I had, let's see, I had seven brand campaigns. Three of them were paid. And then October I had seven brand campaigns again. Three of them were paid. And then we get to November. I had... 13 brand campaigns that month, and of the 13, five were paid. And then closing out um, 2018, I had 13 brand campaigns in December, and of that 13, 
eight were paid. So I really started to see a shift like late summer. And then as we, as I progressed throughout the year, I started to pick up more and more brand campaigns and more and more of them started to become paid. Now we're shifting over to 2019. And that is just when I just really started to see, you know, my brand partnerships be elevated and the type of brands that I work with started to be more precise and more in line with um, my actual target and who I wanted to work with. 2018 was really like a tester year for me. Um, I was just basically getting my um, feet wet. I was trying to figure out like what type of brands align with me, like what type of campaigns that I want to put myself up for or what type of campaigns that I really like visualize my audience really liking to see from me. And so through 2019, it really started to, to take a shift where I was being more specific with the brand campaigns that I was taking on and the brands that I was working with. And so the number of campaigns per month started to decrease, but the payments started to increase. Okay. So in like 2019, August, you know, I might have taken less brand campaigns, but I got paid more compared to how much I got paid of August of 2018. And so now for me, it's pretty much quality over quantity. Um, I try to work on more larger scale campaigns, more impactful campaigns, instead of working on a lot of smaller ones. And what comes into play here is that I am starting to work with the same brands. So I'm starting to foster those relationships with the brands to where they trust me to create content for them. And I trust them to, you know, let me create and let me provide the best content that I can. And so moving to the tips, you know, I really just wanted to make sure that I set that, um, set that tone for you guys to know like where I'm coming from. You know, I just didn't start getting all of these brand campaigns out of nowhere. I just had to push myself forward, really just put myself in front of these brands, show them what I could do. And then, you know, trial and error as you go, you figure out what brands you want to continue to work with and you figure out what brands you might not want to continue to work with, but you had a lesson learned from that experience. Diving straight into my tips on how you can learn to pitch yourself and build long-term relationships with brands. My first tip is to do your research and find brands that align with your mission and values. You know, this is my first tip because when content creators are starting out, they tend to make the mistake of partnering with a lot of brands that don't align with their values. And when you do that, not only does it feel off track to you, but definitely your audience notices. They notice when you are partnering with a brand that doesn't really align with your mission and values. And, you know, you don't want this to be like a continued pattern because then that's when you lose your audience Um you lose their like focus, you lose their engagement because they're seeing that you're not being genuine, you're not being authentic, and you're really just working with brands just because you want to get paid. So make sure that you work with brands where the relationship just feels authentic and it feels natural. 
When you do this, you will only feel good about yourself and the partnership in the long run. And also it will be easier for you to, you know, create like a long-term partnership with that brand because of the comfort level. So be sure you do your research. Don't just work with any brand because you like their products or, you know, whatever the case meet the case be. Like, of course, you have to like their products in order to work with them, but don't let that be like the be all end all. Get to know them and things like that. Tip number two, when you are pitching yourself to brands, make sure you keep your pitch clear, catchy, and concise. I cannot express this enough. It's kind of like practicing your elevator pitch over and over and over again. You have to be able to clearly explain who you are and what you do in as little sentences as possible because no one is going to read like a long drawn out email. The point of that first initial email is kind of just to catch the brand and hook them in and kind of just let them get familiar with you and let them decide if they want to move forward with learning more about you or any other partnerships or opportunities that they may have. So post intro, be sure that you, you know, give like your top line ideas of how you see the potential partnerships hap- partnership happening. Also, just make sure that you end it by attaching your media kit because this is going to be helpful with helping the brand learn more about you, your demographic information, and your past collaborations. Number three. Make sure your follow-up game is strong. You know, sometimes you'll get a response from brands stating that they aren't looking for collaborations at that time, but don't let that discourage you um, because this is all about fostering and building relationships. So if they say, you know, we're not looking for collaborations at this time, be sure to say, okay, like I understand you're not looking for any collaboration at this time, but Would you be able to send me more information about the brand? I want to learn more about you all and what you do. And also maybe just try to see if you can set up a quick phone call with them, um, like an exploratory call. Try to see if you can maybe like meet them for coffee, anything that will help you build that connection and show that you are genuinely wanting to work with the brand is going to be good in your case because it's going to show them that, hey, This girl or this guy doesn't want to just work with us for money, work with us to get paid. They actually want to get to know the brand and get to know what we do. So let's keep them on our list for when we are looking for collaborations. I hope you guys really, really enjoyed these tips. I hope that they are very, very helpful to you. Um, Like I said, these tips are mainly about you know, not only how to pitch yourself, but how to build brand relationships because I feel like After that initial outreach, we kind of just fall off and we don't reach back out to the brands. We don't follow up. We don't show them love on Instagram or comment on their photos because, you know, that just shows that we weren't really connected to the brand to begin with. We just wanted the opportunity. But always stay true to yourself. Always stay true to your values. Always stay true to your mission. When you do this, this is when a lot of brands who you know, want to partner with you, they'll see you, they'll see that you are being genuine, they'll see that you're authentic and that your audience sees that and they'll want to work with you. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the female millennial. Be sure to tag us in your Instagram postings and your Instagram stories. If you love this podcast and you decide to share it on your Instagram stories, And we will talk to you next week. Bye.